Blam and welcome. <laughs> Blam and welcome. To People Being Other People, an actual play podcast where we pretend to be other people. Fancy that. Somehow, we have arrived at our 100th episode. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Which honestly kind of snuck up on me. Um, when I was writing my notes for this one, I was trying to figure out the exact date that we actually recorded our very first episode. And based on some pictures in my Google Photos, <laughs> it looks like somewhere around November 11th, 2020. That means we've been at this for three years, over three years now. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. And it's, it is still my favorite thing that I do. And that's because I get to share it with other people. With all the people here at this table with the listener. That's right, our one singular listener. <laughs> they live in Brazil. My mom. Yeah. <laughs> you know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> we have wonderful and supportive people in our lives who listen to the show, and now we also have a good handful of folks who we've never met that know the whole story, which will never stop being the wildest feeling. So to celebrate our hundred adventures together, we've got a little bonus episode for you with a completely bonkers mini-adventure and some look backs at our favorite moments in the show so far. So, thank you for listening, and here's to 100 more. You're all aboard the Shatterhorn, your luxury airship. It's an easy Saturday evening. Doran is taking a bath in the captain's quarters. <laughs> Poppy is in the kitchen doing one last batch of snickerdoodles. Yeah. Aaron is in the large communal spa bath in the back of the ship. Yeah. <laughs> Journey is in the, it's in the lounge. <laughs> Journey is in the lounge. <laughs> Journey is in the lounge practicing levitating with her Feybud swarm. And Guy is in the crow's nest watching the sun disappear between the clouds. Yeah. Doran, it's just after dusk as you're sitting in the bath here. Getting darker outside. Uh, you're laying in the bath. Your hair is still dry, just kind of taking a relaxer at the end of the day. And then you see a flash of bright pink light outside of the giant captain's quarter windows. What mm -hmm. do you do? Um, I will uh, we'll get out of the bath. Okay. And then um, take a few steps and then realize I didn't grab my towel and just made a big mess and then quickly turn around, wipe that up. And then uh, look out the, the through the glass and see what uh, what that pink flash was. When you look out, you can see this pink light, like a second sunset is being reflected against the clouds. Something else you can kind of tell, the direction that the clouds are moving, the way your stomach is lurching, you guys are being pulled sideways. Guy, you can see it from up in the crow's nest, a gleaming pink light out in the distance. You can tell it's pulling you in like a whirlpool and it's a matter of minutes. What do you do? What in the... Alert, alert, pink alert. <laughs> uh, Poppy, you're checking the color on your snickerdoodles as they're nearing the end of their bake and you see that same bright flash of pink light out the window. What do you do in response? What is Doran up to now? I like uh, double check the cookies, mm -hmm. uh, determine they're good enough, pull them out. They're actually not quite done yet. Moral dilemma. Oh, you, you, boy. you have to decide. 
Um, this is Poppy's worst nightmare. <laughs> Let's take a break. <laughs> How much time do you think I have left on them? They might need another five minutes. Damn. I'll, I'll leave Pinch to watch them okay. and let me know when they're done. Yeah, you take out your little uh, dough boy familiar and he just puts his hands on his little dough hips and watches your cookies finish their bake. <laughs> and where are you headed? Uh, up. Up? Okay. I guess. I don't know where he was. Yeah. So. Okay. You uh, are passing through the uh, main conversation pit there, and you see Journey on your way. Uh, Journey, you're levitating among your fey buds, and then suddenly your fey buds become empowered, and you're not just levitating. You are flying around the room. Uh, uh, mm, maybe we should uh, sit, get back down. Uh, this is a little too much. Oh, uh, mm. Hey, hey, Poppy. Um, what are you doing? I'm I'm having a little trouble controlling my levitate. I, I seem to be going a little higher than I expected. I can see that. Um, try and I'll pull some cushions over underneath where and like try and follow around where she. <laughs> yeah, you're just kind of like trailing behind her because she's just like screaming around the room, and you're just trying to throw pillows where she might fall next. I don't know. Aaron, I don't know how to help. Aaron, you can hear all this from the bath. You're you're sitting in the bath trying to relax, and you see that flash of pink light through the windows there. What bath? Wait, what bath? She's in the communal spa. Sorry. Oh. Oh, they were both bathing Two at baths. the same time. Two baths. Okay. Yeah. I get out of yes. the bath after Doran. <laughs> <laughs> um, when you're leaving the bath, Aaron, you turn around and hear a dripping sound, and it's the water from the bath hitting the ceiling in little rain droplets. Hmm. Something is wrong. What do you do? That seems weird. Oh, well. I start drying off and getting dressed, <laughs> and then um, I leave the communal bath, not the bath that Doran was in, mm-hmm. um, and I pad, 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 <laughs> with my bare feet, yeah. and I go um, up to the top deck. Yeah. Um, You're kind of on your way out the hallway from the bathroom, and you blink as the ship lurches, and that light flashes again. And suddenly, Aaron, you open your eyes, and you're seeing the captain's quarters. And when you look down, you see Doran's hairy legs. (gasps) (laughs) No! (laughs) As your ship pulls closer to that roiling vortex... The laws of the world around you seem to unravel. In the blink of an eye, you've all swapped bodies. Aaron, you're in Doran's body. Please do your best impression of Doran from here on out, but maintain your personality. Doran, you open your eyes and you're being levitated by a cloud of fey buds. You'll be in Journey's body. Oh, my. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Journey, you're in Aaron's body. Uh, Your uh, hair is still wet as you're walking down the hallway looking at yourself flying on some fey buds. Uh, Poppy. You are in Guy's body, climbing down from the crow's nest. Uh, Guy, you have an inhabited poppy. Um, You are just leaving the kitchen. You smell snickerdoodles and look behind you and see that Pinch has promptly fallen asleep. It doesn't stop there, unfortunately, the chaos. You all feel the ship lurch as it kind of pulls sideways and moves closer towards this vortex, and those fey buds go from excited to aggressive. Uh, Doran in Journey's body, these fey buds are swarming around you, and they're starting to peck at you and bite at you. Ow. Calm down, little buds. <laughs> the, when the Sam Hill's gotten into you. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Aaron, 
What what in the heck is going on here? Um, I... I'm so confused. Do you see that pink light out there? I uh, think it's... I think... I reckon it's gotta be something to do with that. Um, okay. I, Quick question. Do we know that we are ourselves in another body? Yeah, I think you've all realized that by now. Okay. And that probably you've swapped with everyone else here. So, um... I'm I'm Journey in here. Who who are you? Oh, J- Journey, this is real awkward. I- I'm Doran. <laughs> okay, Doran. Um, well, we, I guess we have to see if this happened to everyone else too. Uh, can you get down? Who's a captain now, then? I don't know who the co-captain is anymore. <laughs> I don't think it matters. It matters a whole but Well, okay. Doran bursts into the room they're in, wearing only a little towel (laughs) wrapped around his naked body. And he says, what the heck's going on here? I'm the (laughs) co-captain. Poppy, is that you? Well, I mean, I'm Aaron, but now I'm the (laughs) co-captain. This is probably real normal for you, Aaron, huh? My my towel falls off. Aaron, I'm I'm so sorry. I'm in your body. This is Journey. That's fine. Uh, have fun with it. <laughs> I don't know how to feel. Um, Poppy, uh, you see the cookies in the oven. Pinch has fallen asleep. The cookies are starting to brown, or is that burning? Or what is that? They're getting big. Oh no! This is a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> Guy or or I am gonna get, kill me <laughs> if I let these cookies burn. Ah, uh, they they look done enough. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you uh, you pull them out and you see that they're not burning, but they're of course magical, which means they're vulnerable to whatever's going on here. You see them start to kind of roll around on the sheet until they prop themselves up. The little spots of sugar in the middle of these snickerdoodles start to blink their sugary eyes. They stand up, form orderly marching rows, and this army of snickerdoodles begins its campaign on the Shatterhorn. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, Pinch, wake up! Pinch, wake up! Uh, Pinch turns around and starts barking at you. Oh, no! (laughs) He's growing into a Cerberus, a three-headed hellhound. Oh, no! (laughs) Made of dough. Yeah, this is a good look on you, Pinch, but uh, bad timing. Uh, speaking of bad timing, Guy, you are descending the crow's nest, and a strong gust of wind knocks your head off. Uh, <laughs> help! <laughs> help! Uh, yeah, your head hits the deck of the ship and starts uh, rolling towards the starboard side of the ship. Your body is coming down the ladder still trying to chase after you. Oh, I'm getting, oh, I'm getting sick. Someone help me. Uh, Your head rolls to the edge of the ship and gets caught between the railing. Uh, You're kind of stuck in there looking out over the clouds and this encroaching pink vortex off in the distance. Uh, well, I'm going to try and keep going down the ladder and pick the head up. Yeah, with your head stabilized, the body's able to catch up and pluck the head. Are you going to try to put it back on or just carry it? I, I'll prop it up so that I have like the right perspective, but yeah. I'll hold on to it. Okay. <laughs> like shaking hands. Yeah. Like looking around. <laughs> um, uh, Doran? 
co-captain Doran. Oh, uh, someone's calling my name. Um, I'm gonna go. Ring. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here, naked except for a towel and a loot. <laughs> I have the loot just holding it over Doran's. Uh, yeah, I private. think the towel fell. Yeah. Yeah, the mm. towel's gone. What? Why are you naked? Uh, I don't know. I dropped the head. Oh my and god. I, like, <laughs> oh wait, I knew that that you didn't have your head attached. Sorry. Uh, I'm like covering eyes that aren't there now. <laughs> Uh, guy, it's going to be fine. Don't worry. Right when they say it's going to be fine, Guy, your Dullahan flames in your neck go out of control. Your eyes just start exploding with fire. Same from out of your neck. Uh, you have become a fire hazard on the top deck of the ship here. Oh, oh no. Oh, put me out. Put me out. Turn it off. Ring. I don't know how to turn <laughs> it off. Buster, hurry. I don't, I, uh, crumbs, uh... <laughs> Reaching for oh the tea towel that I oh yeah I'm like grabbing it and patting my neck yeah trying to put out the flames yeah uh, yeah you're fighting against the flames producing some uh, dark smoke and green fire doesn't seem to do much against the intense magic that's going on here um, at the same time Aaron uh, down in the belly of the ship you reach down to grab one of those pillows and the second you touch it it just shapeshifts it morphs uh oh no I don't know what this does uh. Dorn Journey? You can call me Journey, I guess. Maybe that's easier. Uh, oh, gosh. Um, and the Fae Buds are out of control. Uh, <laughs> maybe just try to kind of swat I, them. I'm still good at persuading, I think. Hey, Fae Buds, wh- wh- what's the deal? <laughs> uh, those Fae Buds uh, start to grow into monstrous pixies with jagged claws and fangs. Oh, shucks, that's not helpful at all. <laughs> uh, Journey turns around, is now laden with 12 to 15 fairies just hanging off of him, uh, hanging off of Journey, bleeding her. I'm so sorry, Journey. I take the shape-shifting pillow and start bopping the pixies. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it turns into a, a baseball bat, and then it turns into a long sword, and then it turns into a tree trunk every time you hit them. Uh, sure, sure, yeah. I'm trying not to hit uh, Journey. Uh-huh. <laughs> Trying, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think ha- Journey's having a rough go. Uh, Journey, you're getting pummeled and bruised and pushed uh, up against a wall. Ow, ow, ow. <laughs> I don't like this at all. Let's get everyone together. We, this ain't working so well. Uh, uh, yeah, let's maybe go to the top deck. Ah. You all hear a door explode from downstairs, and you see a gnashing nightmare machine of steel and steam go, Doran! Oh, no! Uh, Sir Bo has turned into a hellish nightmare robot and is now chasing the two of you through the through the ship. Oh no! Ah, uh, yeah, I run upstairs. Okay, where I'm smacking my head. Yeah, uh, you run upstairs, see Guy on fire. Uh, you all meet each other up there. Um, you can see that uh, you can hear this commotion of something chasing them up. You guys are just moments away from impact in the middle of this vortex. You know two things. Magic is wacky here, and you need to get out of this death grip. We, we gotta put our heads together. Guy, get pick up your head, put it put it back on, bring it together here. Uh, oh, guy, I've never seen the flames do that before. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know how to stop it. Poppy, help me. Uh, oh, I, I know. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna pick Guy up, and I'm gonna shoot shoot them flames at all the, the naughty fey buds and stuff. Yeah, all right. Oh, no, put me down. No, put me this, down. this is helping Guy. It's all right. You pick up Guy's head. Down. 
you pick up Guy's head, invert his neck, and you start flame cannoning all the Fabos. Uh, I'm real sorry, Fabos. This feels so weird. Uh, at the same time, you all hear the marching stampede of an army of snickerdoodles coming up the stairs after you. Oh, dear. Well, they weren't supposed to do that. What were they supposed to do? They were supposed to taste delicious. What do you think? <laughs> uh, perhaps we can wage these two armies at war against each other. <laughs> you see through the central doors in the middle of the top deck, they fall open and a giant snapping to a head. It's April. Dives out and starts trying to bite at anything on top. It grabs some of the snickerdoodles and pulls them down into the central room below. Sick Mikey on them, maybe. I I start uh, kicking Snickerdoodles into the twirl pit. <laughs> nice, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Good idea. Uh, let me help you. And um, <laughs> ring. You are amazing. I try to give inspiration. Uh, when Doran says oh. when Doran says that, you see this pink swirl surround Doran, and suddenly Aaron. When Doran says you become amazing, you become amazing. You grow three feet in height. You are outlined in gold and pink. You can levitate. You are stronger than ever. Everything Doran says comes true. Man, I'm good at this stuff. <laughs> Doran, you're getting better at what you're doing as you're doing it, as you say that. <laughs> Will Ship. someone stop going into that vortex? I'm the co-captain. There are limits. <laughs> <laughs> Will someone please cover his thing up, please. <laughs> There's bigger concerns here. <laughs> you see Doran kind of looking out over that pink uh, encroaching sunset, and you can all just see his little butt as he's got the guitar in front of him covering the front. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I've never seen one before. <laughs> uh, you all see Mikey coming to the top of the stairs going, everybody, what's wrong? What's oh, going on here? <laughs> Mikey, why are you normal? I don't know. Why are... are what's going... Am I normal? Everything else got... Scary, but we all switch bodies. That was so nice. No one's ever called me normal before. Mikey, tell us something only you would know. Oh, uh, oh, sure. Uh, Bright Bulb Soup is really good. Okay. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing you hear is a voice calling from the bowels of the ship. It's Tick, and all you can hear is ten, nine. Oh, that's Eight. good. What do you suppose happens at the end of those numbers? Seven. Nothing good. Maybe, Dorn, Dorn, maybe all the something. cookies are done. Six. Um, tick, it needs to be silent. Nothing. <laughs> that doesn't mean he stopped counting. <laughs> <laughs> What's going to happen? You I, I start running down the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> you wait a pregnant three seconds as Aaron runs down the stairs and all of a sudden you hear these. Uh, the bottom of the ship explodes as one of the engines is blown off, but you are knocked off course, away from the vortex a little bit. You're getting a little bit of thrust out of this. Um, Clearly, that solution is more bombs. <laughs> <laughs> I want to run to the uh, navigation chamber Yeah. to see what's going on there. Yeah, sorry, I yelled at you just now. Yeah, yeah, no. We're all just amped. Fine, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh... Kesher, Kesher, are you in here? You are looking around for anyone, someone. Who's flying the ship right now? <laughs> you look up in the rafters and you see two yellow glowing eyes and you hear this <sighs> as Kesher flies down on her glider like a dark vulture and circles you. Ah, uh, Kesher, uh, it's, it's, it's me, Journey. I mean, I'm kind of in Aaron's body. It doesn't matter. Um, we have to navigate away from whatever that vortex is. Can you help me? 
course. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so afraid right now. Truly, Tara is so afraid right now. Okay, let's. We got to put all speed away from whatever the heck that is. Sure. Hey, Aaron, it's Journey. I didn't know what else to do, so I came and followed you. <laughs> What's going on here? I, I'm just trying to get Kesher to steer the ship away from whatever that vortex is. Oh, right. That'd be a real good idea. Uh, you both look up and see in the rafters, uh, Kesher dives down, grabs Aaron, and takes off out the door with Aaron holding them. Ah, Kesher! What the hell? I'm going to, like, eat you or something, I think. Oh, God. <laughs> That's not what's supposed to happen. Uh, hey, what's going on down there? Uh, <laughs> oh, I just saw Kesher take off. Is that good? Uh, oh, my gosh. Hold on. I'm trying to bite your neck. <laughs> I don't think so, Poppy. Right, uh, I'm... Uh, come to me, Steed. <laughs> uh, come to me, Steed. Would you have to do it? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you hear the rumbling. Oh, yes. <laughs> of a vessel... Now equal size to your ship, Steed, this magical donkey dragon Steed, has somehow grown to double the size of the Shatterhorn and flies up alongside you and he says, Yes. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, Steed, it's me, Guy. Who can he talk to? Oh, Amplified Magic. Everyone can hear Steed. Oh, perfect. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> How can I be of service? Um, Steed, it's not technically Guy, it's Poppy. I don't know what we're doing and we need to get away. Well, then no fucking deal. <laughs> pa- Poppy. Well, I'm Gu- I'm actually Guy. Ah, I can tell. <laughs> the sweet, sultry sound of your baritone voice. <laughs> uh, that catcher one just... Flew away with uh, Aaron or Journey or Doran, somebody. <laughs> Either way, they flew away, and and we gotta get them back. And also, this vortex keeps messing us up. Fair enough. If you had to prioritize one of those things, which would it be? Oh, good question. Good question. Good question. I think we should get away from the pink vortex. All right. You got like a rope or something? Uh. Poppy pats her body, and no, she's not carrying a rope. I'll have to go from the back then. (laughs) Wait, Uh, I have an idea. Oh? This might hurt. (laughs) And I harpoon gun at him. (laughs) (laughs) He just pierced his ear. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, Steed. Uh, Yeah, okay, yeah. You just harpoon him right in the flank. He looks down at the wound, and he goes, all right. Uh, he takes off away from the vortex, and you can feel the ship lurching and kind of spinning and almost dumping you off the edge as he violently drags it away. Uh, Kesher and Aaron, you're still flying towards the vortex. Kesher can't fight this on her own. What do you do? Um, I take out a dagger and try to stab her. Okay. Oh. Hey, that's my body. And uh, Doran who is Aaron, yeah. jumps off the ship with another glider to chase after them. Okay. N- yeah. Naked. <laughs> yeah. Naked as the day he was born. Wow. <laughs> um, okay, uh, Aaron, being held by the vulture Kesher, uh, when you grab that dagger, the second you touch it, it shapeshifts into a cod, and you slap Kesher with a cod. Great, I keep doing that. <laughs> yeah, uh, you, it turns into a cod, turns into a bramble, turns into a deck of cards, turns into a turkey drumstick. Get 
off of me, you <laughs> asshole. Get up. And she just goes, stop it. <laughs> uh, and then you see, out of the corner of your eye, a nude, shiny, glistening Doran <laughs> on a glider catching up to you. I swoop underneath. I can catch you. I think I'm strong in this man body. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, give me one second. And I just drop the dagger and punch Kesher as hard as I can and then try and loosen their grip and drop down. Awesome. Dagger turns into a dove, flies away. Kesher goes, ow, that was ow. Uh, and Doran grabs you. <laughs> we got to get out of here. I'm holding Aaron's body yeah. tight to me. You feel the slip a little bit as your wet arms kind of uh, loose Aaron a little bit. Hold on tight. I got you. <laughs> and you see them gliding back to the ship, now out of uh, escape velocity from this vortex. <laughs> a naked Doran holding not Aaron. <laughs> Landing safely back on the ship. And that's how you all made it to Small Castle safely. <laughs> that's right. I see why we cut that. <laughs> it really didn't have an impact on it. You said naked yeah. as the day he was born, but are we sure Doran wasn't born wearing a gambeson? <laughs> he definitely was. For the second half of this, uh, I thought we could talk about some of our favorite moments in the show so far. Um, the entire show also, the all of Curse Breaker, all of this, uh, up until our current episode, which I think we are about to release 33, I think. But before we get there, um, I wanted to give some long, long overdue shout outs to some of our listeners that have shown a lot of support over the years. First and foremost, our true OG fans out there, uh, I would say Allie and Andrew, um, you know who you are. They've been huge advocates ever since we started this show. They've shared us around since the very beginning when it was not very good. Um, and we, of course, made them into characters in Cursebreaker towards the end of the first season. Uh, Allie and Andrew J, uh, as they were, kind of rescued the main party. Um, I also wanted to shout out my friend uh, Robert. A longtime listener uh, who listens to us on long car rides um, and is always up to date on the show. And it um, means a lot to me that he's able to keep up with a very long show. Um, my friend Anna, who helped us understand our social media situation and helped me develop some of the foundations of Cloudfall. Um, I bounced a lot of stuff off her as like an outside perspective kind of thing. Um, a friend, Zach, who had reached out to me, uh, he's uh, very, um, very kind and eloquent with his words um, just about what the show meant to him and stuff. And lastly, I want to mention Paul. <laughs> Paul! <laughs> um, I don't actually know if Paul still listens, but Paul wrote in once during Curse Breaker. We asked for, like, um, listener questions, and I think Paul was the only person to write in for that. Um, and he, the only person that we didn't know anyway. And um, he gave us money. Yeah, did he? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I just... Paul, to me, is like our first fan that I didn't know and felt like a real get, like, out in the world. Um, so Paul means a lot to me. Um, is, thanks, anybody, is there anybody else, like friends and family, that you guys wanted to just say thanks for listening? Michael and Joe, you know who you are. Thanks yeah, for yeah. listening. Yes. <laughs> um, but Michael, please stop sharing that I have a D&D podcast that you listen to as your get-to-know-you thing at work, <laughs> because it is my get-to-know-me thing at work. <laughs> Shout out my parents for mm -hmm. listening. My mom specifically. For sure. Been keeping up with it. I don't know. 
Thanks for having me. John's mom. <laughs> yeah. John's mom does not listen to us, but she does tell everyone that we have a podcast, Aww. which yeah. is very sweet. Yeah. Yeah, I know my parents have listened like on their walks at some point. I don't know how much they got through, but they did tell me that they listened at some point. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my grandma Judy, who I forced to listen to our podcast once in a car ride. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, grandma. <Sorry. laughs> Thanks for listening without. Agreeing to. She's like, oh, that's nice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the that's the reaction you want, right? Uh That's what we're going for. She's like, is that you? Is that you? And it's like Tim talking. (laughs) And she's like, is that you? Like, no, no, still Tim. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Anybody else? I I think I covered a lot of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I stole all the glory there. No, that's fun. I'd say, yeah, the only. I mean, the people we don't know, like, you know, the the people that are out there trying things that have no backing and aren't IPs or famous people, you know, that you do so much work for allowing creative things to come to fruition. And, you know, that may never happen to us, but it does happen for others. And that's that's important. Yeah. Oh, I do have one more. Mm. That person that gave us a review a couple months ago. The oh, Dad yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah well, that was such a killer review. It was such a like an emotional boost to have someone I don't I don't remember what screening they used or whatever, but they just talked about listening to our podcast and how much they loved it and it was just a really cool thing to read. Yeah. And they were talking about like listening with their kid, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was just so nice. It was just so nice. That is cool. Could be a dad or a mom. Yeah. That's right. We never figured that out. Yeah. I don't yeah. think it is a dad. <laughs> yeah. Well, D and D parent, whoever you are, yeah. you delighted us all. You're yeah. doing it right. They may have. They may have just found that kid. We don't know if it's <laughs> true. Yeah. They just said it was theirs. Oh, and also, yeah. also they they said in the review that they assume that we're a group of fr- friends. We are a group of friends. We We've known each other for a long time, and yes. it was very cool to have that have that be something that really came through yeah. on the mm-hmm. audio. Yeah. That is good. Yeah. Uh, uh, shout out to Kenyon too, who's a big yeah. season one. Oh, Hell yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. I don't know if you've been listening to season two, but you should because it's good. Yeah, <laughs> and also now you're in it. So Kenyon, yep. I remember because <laughs> we said your name just now. I think we went canoeing with Kenyon or something, and I was so hesitant to just bombard yeah. him with curse breaker stuff. Yeah. But like, I wanted to talk about it the entire time. But it's like you don't want to just like pump people for praise or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So top ten favorite moments. <laughs> yeah, no, just list them out, please. Um, but yeah, we uh, we appreciate the hell out of you people. Anyone who gives us their time, because that's a huge. I mean, in this day and age, that's everything, right? Mm-hmm. How do you yeah. spend your time? Yeah. Uh, we also really, really like hearing from people. It has only happened a couple times, but it's really fun. Uh, we read everything that comes through our Instagram and Facebook. We will respond to you immediately if you comment on something. We're that desperate, trust me. Um, <laughs> uh, you can also just email us at pbopcast at gmail.com whenever you feel like it. Um, yeah, we love to hear from our, our people. All right. Um, with all of those lovely shout-outs out of the way, I wanted to dive into our kind of mini retrospective here at our 100 episodes and just talk about some of our favorite shit that's happened over the last three years. So what I want to start on, what was your favorite night of recording? So that can go outside the episode content, but any other like context you remember around the episode? I can't remember the exact episode, but it was, we were at Bert's parents' place and there was like the labyrinth maze and Dave and Uli and everything was just like so funny. And we were all just on our game the entire time. And I just remember like, and we had been recording for so long at that point mm-hmm. and like fully finally feeling comfortable as Uli. Yeah. Like 
but I felt like we all just totally got our characters, and I think that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Hard agreed. That's actually the first episode I had written here. Oh, really? Was Dance at Bert's Family Estate. Uh, it was a thunderstorm that night that was rolling in. Oh, the- yeah. Yeah, I remember that. And because of that, I just, because I knew the sound would come through on the recording, I just said there was a thunderstorm in game. And that, like, that whole moment, that whole feeling felt so, like, um, like faded or whatever you want to say, but it's like it worked so well. Um, but yeah, that was the first thing I wrote down too. Is that episode Pride and Press the Digitation? Oh, it's that yeah. one or the one after. It's right in there. That's yeah. my favorite episode title. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think, yeah. That's a good one. I think we recorded both of those on the same night. I think we might have, yeah. And, and split then split it, up. it yeah. Oh. But it was just, everything was just so funny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was so good. Those are some of my favorites too. Mm-hmm. I thought of one for this campaign. Yeah. So... When we, my favorite episode we recorded was when Poppy and Aaron were in the mountain cave on lore. Yeah. And it was like horror. That was so scary. (laughs) So I don't know if it came across to listeners, but I and Tara and maybe Maggie also, Mm -hmm. we were so afraid of what was happening of these, like we got in a dark cave and we were trapped and there was dead bodies, we thought, from a monster that was this unknown entity, like, mm-hmm. killing things or sucking them dry of life and magic. And the cave, I could, I was just so there in my mind mentally. And I think Tara was too. My heart was racing. Yeah. Every single oh. thing that happened, I was so stressed. Yep. Tara was on the floor. I was that. so, yeah. like, so stressed. Yeah. And we were, I was so scared. And I had never had an experience like that outside of being at, like, a haunted house hayride type thing. And mm-hmm. I don't, like being scared like that and so <laughs> sorry um, no, no no it was so good though it yeah, was so yeah. immersive yeah i had like chills yeah. yeah yeah so that um i don't know if it was that scary listening back but i was when you're playing D, you're at least for me it's like when you read a book and you're creating this image in your head so mm-hmm. i'm like in this cave with these walking up with like a lamp light on my head yeah, yeah. and it's like the body disintegrating in yeah, front of me is so, so horrible real, yeah. Oh, yeah. it was very like visual and visceral yeah, yeah. and yeah just oh, literally so scary yeah. visceral so don't go in caves yeah. that's yeah. moral of my story well, uh yeah let's take a listen to some of those clips and then I'll do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's listen to yeah. so we have a clip do we have a clip As your eyes kind of adjust to the darkness, you do see the shape of a man unmistakably. Seems to be frozen in time, holding his arms up defensively as if protecting himself. Um, hey. You. No response. I'm going to poke him with the end of my crossbow. (laughs) Which end? The pointy end? It's not loaded. But yes, the pointy end. (laughs) You poke him. You poke this dark figure, and thinking that maybe he was wearing clothing or armor in that spot, you find out that all of him has been turned to an ashy gray. Where you touch begins a chain reaction of disintegration, like watching a house of cards fall apart from the bottom up. Aaron gasps and jumps back. As you see his arms disintegrate away and his torso begins to turn to ash and dust and sand, you can see the face of Philip J. Collins, except his eyes are missing. No! No! This fucker. I have literal chills. I'm going to barf. Tim, you don't have to listen to Paul. (laughs) (laughs) His eyes. 
<laughs> I could say, um, or can we keep adding more? Please, or, yeah, okay. yeah. I'd say, so, like, I think, speaking for myself, I don't really have any experience in improv or anything like that. And uh, so I played D&D a lot. But, you know, when we first started Curse Breaker, it was kind of like a mix of interest in music and recording and just liking D&D podcasts and, like, why don't we try to do it? But for the first long while, it was, like, very uncomfortable. It was kind of like uh, – it well, it, it was scary. Yeah, yeah it was, um, like, trying to learn how to do something, but every minute of that is being recorded and sent out to the to the world, even though we didn't have a lot of listeners, but it's always going to be there. And yeah. I think um, the country gnomes, like, joke for whatever <laughs> reason, it was, like, the first time – like I felt like we all like wholehearted laugh and uh, that anxiety of like what are we doing yeah, <laughs> like yeah. was kind of gone yeah. you know mm-hmm. like after that and it was like that that kind of like broke through that was like a a, a paradigm shift I guess yeah Definitely. for me that was a landmark episode it was yeah. Tibio can have any of my bones that he finds. <laughs> <laughs> Aww, oh, that is so kind of him. He was so good. Mumble. I'm um, sure he was a shining king in his day, too. Yes, I agree. Country gnomes. <laughs> Take my bones. Can we end it there? That's yeah, so that's good. really good. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's Country episode gnomes. name Country gnomes. Take, Take my bones. <laughs> Oh, out the cave <laughs> to your home that to your home <laughs> West Virginia <laughs> awesome. that's here land, for some land, reason landing, yeah. mountain Vendorn <laughs> Tildertown <laughs> demonetized <laughs> and I like that too because um Something about us doing that is so us. Like, I know that everyone kind of does like, yeah, you make a joke by making up lyrics to a well-known song. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But it it just felt like it was such an us moment as friends that it felt like our friendship and our humor and who we are had really become enmeshed in the show. Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. So it was, yeah, just a comfort level. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we we had a similar arc in Cloudfall too, where it took me a while to like just chill the fuck out, you know. (laughs) And it's like I think we were more polished by then anyway. But I think we had the same kind of trajectory where at a certain point, like like things were just easier to do, and Mm -hmm. it's been kind of great ever since. I will say I think this campaign specifically was a lot easier going in Mm -hmm. because we had already had so much experience before. So and it was less of a learning curve. Cursebreaker was also so much like building as we were going, like to a serious degree where I was so excited to get started with this. When I looked back at what I had for episode one, like I have a single handwritten page of like scribbled pen notes <laughs> to start Lamplight or whatever. And that was it. Mm-hmm. And like some notes about like the Nightmare Wizard or whatever. But like I was like, ah, right, like let's not get too deep into it. Like I don't know if this is going to I don't know if this is going to be anything. And then. Yeah, I, so I found that picture on November 11th was all of my first day DM notes, just like writing down character names and stuff like that. Oh, wow. sick. Yeah. Crazy. So. Um, uh, I've really gotten a kick out of any episode where Tim and I get to do some guy backstory stuff, and then I like seeing the reactions from the four of you because I can tell you're really interested and surprised by that stuff. Yeah. So. What, you mean the just – 
a sheer horror on our faces. Yeah. Yeah. Hands yeah. on my own head, like yeah. in Mouth shock. Agape. It feels like it's like moving towards like, are we going to have to kill Guy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but regardless, Guy, wordlessly, you draw a great blade of lotum, similar to the one you own now. But this one is carved with spiraling runes and a silvery flowing metal inlay. Danathan sighs and looks at the frozen ground and turns away from you to look over the icy river. I am glad you understand the weight of what burdens us all, my friend. But soon, you will not have to. And a crisp, ringing whoosh pierces the air as you decapitate one of your best men. Danathan was not the first, not the last, but you did what had to be done to secure the loyalty of your knights, to secure Lodum. Um, so we mentioned some of these already, so maybe we can just kind of uh, um, nominate them again as we go through this next uh, category. What was the most uncomfortable, either fear, dread, or awkward that you mm. felt at the table? All right. Here's yeah. the thing. <laughs> oh. Here's the thing. It's not that I'm uncomfortable. It's that <laughs> romance scenes make my bones want to escape <laughs> From the same space where yeah. my skin is. Sure. So I have to step away, physically step away. So the scenes with Doran and Aaron, I love them. I think they're perfect. I think they're incredibly well done. I think they capture, Thank you. like, John and <laughs> Hannah, you guys capture that awkwardness of being a young person who doesn't know how to navigate. We're not acting. The awkwardness is not yeah. acted. Is that what you're saying? Oh, okay. <laughs> not no, the being in love. Part. No, no, but no it's, be, yeah. it's it's yeah. so good it's and it's awkward. so real and it's so relatable mm -hmm. and it's also something that my feet can't not leave. Yeah, yeah, and my body needs to escape because yeah. it hurts me physically. So. Your body's rejecting you. Yeah. yeah, so if we ever release uh, the phone camera footage of that yeah. episode, you I will was, see me and Tara just like disappear. I've got I, a good picture of Tara. Off, shrinking into the floor off my chair yeah. on the floor I couldn't do it <laughs> so that that is my that is my moment Tara's afraid of um, murder in caves and dead bodies in dark places and teenage love yeah. <laughs> or I guess uh, young, young love young love yeah. it's yeah. the yeah. secondhand embarrassment for me it's just like so it's, well and that's it's credit to you guys because you could feel it you could really feel it in that moment that these were two young people that were like in an actual struggle mm -hmm. to <laughs> express and exist. Yeah. And it just, yeah, it was and really well done. And also I couldn't be there. Yeah. yeah. Therefore, we <laughs> were struggling to because exist. I was struggling to exist. <laughs> Don't think, just jump. Jump off the edge of the ship. Uh, I give her a push as I stand up. Good luck. When Doran comes over, Guy is teaching Aaron how to tie a complicated general's knot. <laughs> oh, yes. A general's a confident knot. confident general's knot. So Doran, like, walks up a bit and then 
stops and uh, turns around and kind of looks off to the side, then glances back over and uh, walks over a bit further. <laughs> what are we making over here? And then the bunny goes through the hole, and voila. Oh, yeah, okay, I, I think I got it. Thank you so much, Guy. This was a great lesson, so I appreciate it. I'll be able to tie up those rigs in no time. I hope your birthday is a happy one, Aaron. Thanks, Guy. I don't know why they didn't make you captain, but you're great with this stuff. Oh, thank you. Uh, I'm sure there are reasons, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Doran. <laughs> oh, Captain Doran. Oh, hey, Doran. Hey. Look what I did. And Aaron holds up their knot. Nice. Um, why do they call it a general's knot? It's one of the first knots you learn. It's kind of applicable to any situation. <laughs> oh, it's a general's knot. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy! Nailed it. Dang. You so got us so uh, good. Oh. I can't. That's brilliant. Um, so, uh, happy birthday. Thanks. This really worked out nice, you know? Um, Was that guy wandering off? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Guy leaves. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Uh, in that same vein, the scenes with Dave and Uli, which was not my fault. Yep. Oh yep. my gosh. I did not push Yeah, I think this. we forced that on you. Yeah. yeah. But it was beautiful and I love it because it's just so um, realistic to mm-hmm. my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Specifically, uh, I cannot flirt oh, to save my life. So um, the, the Uli Dave scenes are really just me in real life. Yeah. And Tim, like the way that you would interrupt and back off interrupt and yeah. back off yeah. 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 so Super real good. and so good it was just so cleverly done and yeah just another way that those scenes felt really real like mm-hmm. cutting each other off and like yeah so, not, yeah oh. yeah oh so good so bad yeah. yeah but great yes doing dave's voice and i'm literally just watching watching uh maggie like for turn red as soon as her mouth I, opens i'm just like what like yeah oh yeah I burst out of the rose bushes. Uh, kind of right before you do that, you hear this, I'm there. And you hear, and you, ah! <laughs> and you hear, oh, no, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Dave, Dave. What? Dave. Uh, Uli. Why are you here? Why, Why am I here? You're here, yeah. Uh, shit. <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> um, <laughs> I go bursting out of a rose bush. Right into his arms. <laughs> he, he's like like hugging you, like embracing you, and he like leans into it right away where he kind of like holds you tighter. And he's like, hey. Hey, uh, no, I'm sorry, I tripped. Um. <laughs> oh, and he like backs off. And yeah. <laughs> holds his arms up like a criminal. Uh, <laughs> where are we? Um, uh, there's a curse breaker episode where it ended where um, the spider guy. Yeah, Lysander. Yeah, yep. yeah, had, he was like, Tell me a really good story or I'm going to kill you. Yeah. And then that was the, and then Bert had to tell the story because he was the storyteller. Yep. And then the episode ended. And then I think we didn't play for like four weeks or something because we kept having to delay it. Yep. For whatever reason, I felt under humongous 
pressure for like I can tell a good story. Yeah, were you just dreading like yeah. coming up uh-huh. with that whole thing? Yeah, <laughs> yep. I remember that. That's actually not the only time we forced you to come up with a good story because I think earlier in the thing we had you do like a whole thing about fizzle. Or was that that? Uh, no, that was that. Got I it. Okay. Yeah. At one point, you wrote a poem like on the fly. Oh, that was really good, though. Oh, I kind of remember that. That was one. Crossing the Bridge, I think, wasn't it? <coughs> like in the Fade Wild. The Wild. Yeah. Oh, yeah, maybe. yeah. It's probably in my other <coughs> book of notes. Oh, I have another one. Yeah. <laughs> Are, were you done? Yeah. So, my other one, when Tibio sang. Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Breaker, yeah. That. I was shaking so bad. Yeah. I was shaking so bad and I had to like take a minute to calm my breathing and yeah. stop shaking because I knew I didn't want my voice to shake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was so nervous, even though like I sang the damn theme. Sure, yeah. 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 My voice was already That's in right. the damn yeah. show. Did I spring that on you in the moment? I think I like. No, she was prepared for I it. I knew yeah. that it was going to happen, but I didn't know when. That's right. Yeah, so yeah. we had talked yeah. about me doing that and you basically had said, hey, if I make this happen, will you do it? Yep. Will you be okay with it? And I was like, yes. Yeah. yeah. But I didn't know when it was going to happen. And then it was just kind of like it. the scene started leading that way. And I was like, oh, 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 no. Yeah. Oh, no, it's going to happen. <laughs> and then you looked at me and gave me a nod. And I was like, I need like five minutes yeah. uh-huh. to breathe. Yeah. <laughs> I remember hearing your voice shake. Like you couldn't even breathe without yeah. the breath stuttering in your throat. I don't know. Yeah. I, was, I just felt for you. Yeah. And yeah. you did great. Yeah. No, and I I, I mean, listening back, I, I think I was exactly on note or something like that. It was just like, but the pressure that I had put on myself to get it right, I was just, <gasps> didn't want to get it wrong. I have one. Yeah, please. Okay. Uh, so this was something we did. It was actually with Lysander, the drider. Yeah. Man, and he was a tough, tough cookie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, was a, that was a learning moment. So, like, Tim and I kind of talked about it. It wasn't, like, scripted. It was not close to scripted. But, like, we kind of knew that they were going to meet. And we agreed on the backstory. And we knew it was going to happen that episode. And then as it happened, I just felt so dirty. Like, I was like, oh, we, like, planned this. That's and, like, right. just felt – I don't know why it was. It just didn't – it didn't come across organic. And, like, it, I, I just kind of crumbled with that. So now, like, I feel like when we, we, like, plan things out, but it's, like, the day of, we don't really know exactly what's going to happen or when characters are going to show up, and that just makes it feel, like, I don't know. It just makes it feel more natural and less, I don't know, like, scripted, yeah. you know? I think it's we've weird. really nailed the, like, level of reveal that we do kind of before mm-hmm. all the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, over, yeah, over planning can be um, the enemy of yes. good, good content. Yeah. Like, I, I think we... Like the stuff I gave you for a guy and then letting you build on that mm-hmm. the way you want to has worked out really well. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, for sure. Honorable mention then for the recent episode where we had to re- replay the yeah, half right. hour that we lost. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh, behind the scenes. Yeah, we lost some recording for, I think, for the first time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we, we like remembered key points and like tried to redo it and there was a natural 20 that got faked and then it didn't get faked eight, the first we one got faked and we, then I rolled yeah. again it was play until you win yeah but I remember feeling just like icky about yeah, it yeah. everyone felt icky I yeah. think yeah please forgive our sins on that one natural just to 20. be clear there was a natural 20 that was rolled in the minutes the real that we Before. lost yes. and it did happen for real so we were trying to not lose out on the effects of that natural 20, but also having to re-record. Yeah, mm-hmm. too good to let go. So it yeah. was an honest 20. It just was not honest the second time yeah. because <laughs> it, yeah. It was grandfathered in. Yeah, so, yeah exactly. All what of did our I roles say? are scripted. It yeah. was the most unnatural understand. 20. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thomas, I feel like that's dangerous to say because yeah, yeah, yeah. we could be accused of that. <laughs> <laughs> just how well we do sometimes. 
Um, all right. Here's a, a fun category coming up next if we're through the uh, awkward, dreadful stuff. Um, the loudest thing that's ever happened at the table. Mm-hmm. Hannah. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. It turns to that. The day, the day I was born. <laughs> <laughs> it's the loudest day. So, the whole pod every, clipped. <laughs> every natural 20 Hannah's ever been. I was going to say, I think we can all agree it's probably Hannah's natural 20s. <laughs> you know, I got a lot of excitement in this little bod. Yeah. <laughs> um, but also specifically uh, in Curse Breaker, Hannah's uh, witch laugh episode. Yeah, I was trying to think of <laughs> oh, when yeah. exactly that was. It was like the first time that Orzo showed up and like directly threatened your group or said he like had his eyes on you kind of uh-huh. thing. Yeah. And he Holly- was at the crossroads and I teleported oh. back to that. So at yep. that time we were in Hogwild and then Holly found out from Snack, I think, or somebody. Yeah, I think Snack uh, like knew that Toby Goshman was to blame for the sale of Viri's curse last year. Because he went back. Yep. Yeah. And that was so a rough episode. Holly but. was pissed and was like, I'm going to go get Snack. Because Snack went there. Yes. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And I was like, what the heck, Snack? And I so I followed you back to this crossroad post in. Oh, the cross. Yeah, the, the cross, cross post. post. Mm-hmm. Oh, cross post. Right. Yeah. And um, a little beknownst to me was our end game boss was That's there. Right. <laughs> Creeping out of the flask. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'll say uh, related to the previous category. Um, from my perspective as a GM, that was one of my most dreadful nights because that went so off the rails, like where I didn't expect. Mm-hmm. And it was like end boss versus current players. Right. And I hadn't worked out all the mechanics yet. And Snack is like, I'm not going to do what was planned tonight. I want to do this. Yeah. And if you stop me, it's going to expose you as a bad DM. <laughs> <laughs> and he, also, it was very like not out of character, I, I don't yeah. want to say, but it was because he was going to like – Kill this innocent yeah. person. That's a cool innocent, ass episode. Yeah. yeah, it, it was, was like cool in character, but out of character growth. Yeah, yes. and so it was a backslide that made sense. But as like, so I was mad because in character I was mad. Yeah. Yes, you know. Mm-hmm. But as as Tara, I was like, oh, that was a delicious, good story choice, yeah. and yeah. also like, who? But Tibio was so like, yeah. The yeah. concept of Snack doing that was so like, how dare you? Yeah. Yep. But and I was like, made, oh, John, that was such a good choice. <laughs> it made for some really intriguing storytelling. Yeah. But yeah, that we were unplanned. Like, we, yeah. Were big, we were big emotions about yeah. that, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think. And uh, then on top of it, I rolled the nat 20. Yes. And I lost my shit. Yes. And that witch cackle came from <laughs> my soul. It was <laughs> so good. It was so good. We can was, play that here. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Can we please turn your, uh, turn your volume down? Yeah, yeah. brace your ears, folks. Here's some of our loudest moments. <laughs> and this beam, now amplified by the refraction, uh, slams into this entity, and you can see it being torn asunder. Uh, it's it literally tears its body in half, and you just hear this <laughs> as it's being rended in twain. It cries out at you, Holly. It says, Foul witch! Holly just cackles. <laughs> Did she clip at that one? Oh, for sure. Okay. Um, uh, honorable mention for loudest thing, actually. Another one that was dreadful for me that scared the shit out of me in the moment was Doran shouting, How fucking <gasps> dare you? Yes! Oh. It's a Lyrian hail. 
in my, in my mind, the t- the table blasted backwards when he said that. Like, <laughs> everyone just scooted back like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> that, that was, was also scary. another John going off the rails yes. moment yeah. that yes. no one expected. Uh-huh. Yeah. I did that twice, yeah. Yeah, yeah. stop doing it. There's just this occasional, <laughs> so like, sleeping beast that is just like, fuck shit up. <laughs> um, we can play John's clip here. Yeah. <laughs> you see a long silvery spear that Lyrian had formed behind him while he was talking to you, he jerks his body out of the way and it comes straight for you. And you just cock your head to the side, right past you, (laughs) into the wall. And then you hear that same noise as it turns back into a liquid and races back towards Lyrian. What do you do? How fucking dare you! And I am going to cast Fireball. Okay. <laughs> yes! <laughs> um, I am, of course, not innocent in this. I've had some really loud things that came across way louder than I expected them to until I heard it back later. Uh, biggest ones for that are Tim Cream. <laughs> Um, from, yeah, from, Tim Cream was so loud. Yeah, from Cream Pipes back in Farewell. <laughs> Tim Cream. Um, for some reason, like I just did like this grumbly, like kind of voice. So but when I listened back, it clipped constantly. It was so loud. Yeah, uh, Danny Deep Pockets from Curse Breaker oh, yeah. was very loud. Danny Deep Pockets. Some voices you just have to go. Yeah, yeah. You just have to go loud. Uh, mm. On that note, the last one where I went way too overboard, and I think I scared Thomas a little bit. Uh, door uh, yelling at Bert for giving him a tattoo. Oh, yeah. I went, I went like, way too aggro on that moment, and I screamed at him at the table, and it was like, woof, okay. (laughs) (laughs) But so accurate to Dor's character. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but I still. think Bert was scared of Dor. Yeah, yeah, yeah that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> but then you guys had like a, a little yeah, we had a bro- a little bromance. Yeah. bromance. Yeah. You needed that giant axe to drag around. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I I think you guys should have ended up together. <laughs> <laughs> there was uh, also one very loud moment from Maggie, um, but that was just when we had a bunch of really good rolls, and then I think she rolled like a five. <laughs> and then she just gets right up on her mic and is just like, I rolled a five. <laughs> of course, it's not me yelling. It's just... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just goofing it. Uh, we'll play Maggie's clip right here. Yeah. <laughs> just Maggie's five. Just kidding. <laughs> Tim's going to be busy this week. Yeah. All right. So we're moving on to our next meta category. This is best of the best. Um so I'm curious for your opinions among the players. Who rolls the best? I think it's Hannah. Hannah or John. I don't think it counts for me because I have like that barred College of Eloquence thing that just makes me not roll natural 20s for most of my skill checks. So mm-hmm. I think it – I don't know if that counts because like the rolls just don't matter. I might be confusing it with Tim's like just – Desperate need to give you overpowered yeah, everything. My, ab- my abject favoritism. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. especially in Curse Breaker, I think Snack uh, just killed it every yeah. time. Yeah. Snack yeah. fails forward in every yeah. moment. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I feel like you're rolling really good this game. I am I rolling. I am rolling much better this round mm-hmm. of everything. Do you all I'm, have a favorite die? Do you all use the same die sets every time? So my trick <sighs> no. is this is my my method. Everyone, listeners at home, mm-hmm. how to win D and D. So I have all my dice set up with the highest level number facing up on the table. So all my 20s have the 20 side up. So when I pick it up, it's ready to go to that 20. So I roll it, shake it in my hand and roll it. And I feel like it's 
resting more in mm. the position of being mm. a nat 20. So that's in my mind. It's not real, but that makes me feel I like it helps. I would like to no. say that I also have mine set on the highest number and mm-hmm. I rolled the worst. <laughs> okay. So I don't, yeah, I don't believe in that. You gotta, maybe I, I maybe you have shy dice mid, and you need to so. flip them over maybe. so that the 20's at the bottom. You can't you can't set the bar too high. You gotta love yeah. them a little that. bit more. You gotta let... <laughs> you gotta let Shut that, up. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse you. You gotta let that 20 hide so that it really wants its t- moment to shine mm-hmm. later. It's gun shy. I was gonna nominate... Maggie for the highest rolls because every time she does roll a natural 20, she says, natural 20, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's like sticks in my brain. It's yeah. like, she rolls a lot of nat 20. <laughs> I need a 1d6 roll from you. And Poppy, I need a 1d20 roll from you. <laughs> okay. Just a straight roll? Straight roll. Nat 20, bitch. Yeah. Woo! Amazing. Nat four. All right. <laughs> feel like uh, Maggie has a really good hit rate at like rolling natural twenties when it counts the most. Yeah. You know. Or natural yeah. ones when it counts the most. That too. That too. Yeah. Like I feel salt. Like natural something. Yes. Maggie yeah. and I have kind of the the storytelling dice. Sure. Where yeah. they're they're either mm, high yeah. or low, yeah. and it's at a pivotal moment where it's telling. It's like the dice are doing it yeah. for me, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and making a decision on my behalf. Sure. That's kind of how I feel yeah. sometimes when I roll really low, and it's like I fucking missed. I biffed it so bad, but it feels it feels um, well earned, and it feels like it's saying something about like what's mm-hmm. going on yeah. in yeah. the story. Yeah, I, I think, feel like that happened a lot for Uli, mm-hmm. uh, especially when it came to Wild Magic Surgeon. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, for yeah. Sure. yeah. Which I love. Yeah. I yeah. love that. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, I think uh, across all the campaigns, though, Thomas and Tim both roll very poorly. Really bad. You guys mm. roll bad. Yeah. 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 So. I'm not very good at it. Yeah. If you're, <laughs> yeah. If listeners are wondering why or if it seems like we ever, you know, beat the bad guys too handily, it's because Tim is rolling very bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I sit next to Tim and I can see some of the rolls. It's yeah. like always ones and threes. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. It's well, like. <laughs> It's it's nice in that respect that a lot of your stuff works, like a lot of your spells go through, because it's fun to see those yes. go mm-hmm. off. But it does feel like I'm softballing a lot of it because a lot of this shit is working, and some of those spells are complete yeah. shutdowns. And they're mm-hmm. just not resisting. Exactly, yeah. 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 And you just gain control. It, like if it's a charm effect or something, like I'm screwed, and I don't have like a <laughs> way out of that really. Mm-hmm. Um, That's why all the bad guys are fae this time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Sleep me. Yeah. <laughs> um, on that same vein, kind of, um, what was your favorite encounter through all of this? The Doctopus. That's a lot. I was going to say Doctopus, too. Yeah. There's probably, or that, I mean, that was the first one that was just like, damn, that's a really cool, I mean, it was early in the campaign. I think it but, was inventive, and it was, I named it, so I felt cool oh, well, in that yeah. moment. Sure. And I also feel like we were still so early on in recording and doing this, like, type of play that we hadn't played before and so that was the first fight where we're like okay this is how this is gonna work and it was just I don't know I feel like it was really fun so it sti- it sticks out in my mind a lot yeah. because of all those things so uh, the dragon fight in Curse Breaker is memorable mm-hmm. because um I love giving everybody else shit because it was like me and Emery versus a dragon and then like four people <laughs> trying to unlock a door. Yeah. That was the worst yeah. the worst D&D choice I've ever made in my life was yeah. to fucking run I for that. multiple turns. Yeah. It was terrible. There I was should have been fighting. And you guys were all just trying to make Running. it to the other end of the bridge. It was bridge. so stupid. What was your class again, Bert? 
cleric. Yeah. 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 It was okay. awful. Mm-hmm. It was so stupid. I felt so bad. Immediately, I was like, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> <laughs> but we all followed you. Yeah. yeah. It was awful. It was yeah. awful. Uh, yeah, there was the the octopus. There was the cave uh, bone thing where Mumble Dumbo was saying oh, to you. I had a yeah. different bone one. The one, the, bone <laughs> <laughs> the one where you guys were all in the memoir, Port, Port de la Nuit. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you guys were in the bone thing fighting the bone bird, and yeah. I was on the mm. other side fighting. Orzo, I Orzo. think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, face to face. Yeah. I, in death. The the back and forth on that selfishly, the back and forth on that was so poignant yeah and having all of you guys fighting this like bone creature that you had no idea yeah. what to do with yeah and i was on the other side being like mm, i'm doing feely magic right yes yeah. <laughs> you're like there's I stars yeah. and birds yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just it was so cool and the, the the cadence of it and going back and forth between those two encounters was really cool and the desperation mm-hmm. from like this side of things where you guys were like tibio's gone and i'm on the other side like i'm stuck here Talking with death, yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, the 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 fight in the tower. Um, Ooh. With when Bert gets his like rewind powers. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was so, so good. And it was it was like me and Bert were up trying to fight. I don't know what else was happening. Like people were it down. It was the second time you guys came back to Tildry and Flan had been like freed from prison and yep. and uh, Jinx got his magic back to Polymorph yeah. and they like fought you again. Yeah. yeah. It was just like like a desperate fight. I can picture it clearly. Mm-hmm. If, if I feel like it was Twilight or something. That's um, right. That's the one where Holly had to save the tower from the meteor impact. Yes. Yeah, so there was like a oh, meteor damn, shower happening. Yeah. Bert rewinds time and i i owe this a lot to the editing because the music like rewinding was just the coolest thing i listened to that every once in a while and it was just like so good and i got shivers yeah and so perfect and again that was another thing where in in the moment of that episode i felt really shitty about uh thomas or bert being able to like completely rewrite everything and so I suddenly gave him this like presented opportunity of like, hey, do you want to move forward with everything peachy keen and taken care of or do you want to live in the real world? And Bert kind of made that decision there, which echoed out to the end of the campaign where he was like, I want to get rid of this book because nobody should have this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, It was a one of those moments that you've you've given us a lot of these, Tim, where you give us a choice that impacts or says who we are as a character. Mm-hmm. And you handed this to Thomas and mm-hmm. you said, who is Bert? Mm-hmm. Does truth matter? Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really cool. And it allowed Thomas to really like have that moment of thinking about the impacts of all this. And then who is Bert really at his core? Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really cool. Mm. Oh, I'm getting shivers. Yeah. They're stressful in the moment. Whenever, those moments yeah. are so also, stressful. Whenever we have those, Tim has added out about 45 minutes of silence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> thinking, considering. Just, yeah. Yeah. Agonizing over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We mm-hmm. should play the clip of the time rewinding, though. For sure. Yeah, let's do that. Bert knows that, like, bad things are afoot if the normal world goes through. He knows that he can make the safe move. He also knows at this point that he has the power to change the truth. That the things that Bert does will affect the things that are true in the future. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, no pressure, I yeah, guess. Yeah, no pressure, I guess. Bird of fly effect. 
<laughs> that was a stretch. It was such a stretch, I didn't even know what you were going for. <laughs> it, it makes sense. What is it? Butterfly effect. Oh, got it. God. I know what I have to do, but all my friends, I don't think they're going to make it. No one should have this kind of power to change what happens. The truth shouldn't depend on me or anybody. It should be what happens is going to happen. Uli? Uh, yeah. I'm so sorry. What? Uh, just as contrast, because a lot of these are from Chris Breaker yeah, yeah. and pretty epic moments, but I really recent one was the battle where uh, Doran used uh, what was that spell? Um, sorry, it was a uh, suggestion. Let me let me get it oh, right on Parsimon. Yeah. Uh, he used suggestion on not on Parsimon, but on the um, Dullahan. Mm. Oh, just yeah. to play cards to like oh, that take was up that so turn. Good. That was so great. So, and then, yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, people probably have just listened to this, but um, for those that haven't, yeah, use that suggestion. They sat down and started playing cards while chaos battle was ensuing around them. And then Aaron used uh, a, her or their hear, hearing ability. Yep. No, seeing. No, seeing. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, let me take no, that okay. again. Yeah. Aaron used their seeing ability and then was able to see what cards the other person had, the Dullahan had, and then. Was able to win the hand, and then and then Tim just decided it died. Yeah. <laughs> it was like it was like like so like so small scale, not important battle, but it was just like so like weird. Like I just kept getting surprised. Yeah. Like, yeah. it was great. Yeah. Yeah. First in flames, forget it. Yeah. That yeah. was the best use of seeing the moves into the future because yeah. I can only use that ability in battle. It, mm. it's, I oh, can't yeah. I can't use it just like when I willy nilly. It's like turn based in mm. battle, and so. Um, I couldn't imagine a more perfect use case of that. And that it was, was so, so funny. funny how yeah. Tim had a, the guy just burst into flame from, <laughs> from losing cards. Yeah, so good. Yeah. yeah. There were a lot of, uh, in this campaign, a lot of really good cathartic moments in fights when, like, Aaron gets to finish mm. off Diver yeah. and oh, anytime yeah. Dorn is facing off against... Um, Lyrian. Dude, okay. Hashtag Diver's because not dead? Because of that Question personal mark? connection <laughs> they have, yeah. Diver's dead for sure. But that... Um, <laughs> Doran facing off against Lyrian in the the bar hall was one of my favorite things because, like, the way that the the roles played out, having him dodge that big attack from Lyrian and then fire back with the fireball, like, I was just over the moon with that, the way that played out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Too happy. Um, uh, Still related to encounters, who, in all of our campaigns, has been the most effective in combat overall? Tibio or Journey? Or are you just... I think Journey's getting the biggest hits this round. You think so? I think so. Like the biggest single campaign. damage hits? I, I miss the worst, yep. but when yeah. I hit, I yeah. do so much damage. Mm-hmm. That's true. I remember in the in this recent one, you annihilated a Dullahan with like a super crit on your fully pulled back arrow. It was like 40-something yeah. mm-hmm. Wasn't that damage. in the surprise round too? Th- yeah, it, it was nuts. Yeah. yeah. It was, like it was right just before. nuts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Very um, I, I don't know. I think Snack, Snack yeah. for sure, oh, for sure yeah, has yes. been the most damage heavy Across the board. And Snack was what type of? Warlock. 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 And yeah, just like Eldritch Blast all day. Just Eldritch Blast. Because that damage, 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 damage. Levels with you, right? And I think Hellish Rebuke a few times. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You were doing all sorts of just like demolishing people. Yeah, in terms of numbers, just sheer damage, Snack did a lot. Yeah, Yeah. 100%. Also, Snack had a couple of like really fun like endgame powers that Mm -hmm. were like just 
ludicrous as well. Becoming yeah. dragon. Yeah. 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 Becoming a dragon. Well, yeah. Turns out dragons pretty good. do a lot of damage. Yeah. <laughs> All powerful wish granting genie. Yeah. AKA the GM. Yeah. <laughs> I also think that Poppy's um, magical treat ability, that homebrewed whole thing you and Tim came up with, mm-hmm. Maggie. For Poppy, um, I'm excited to try to see more of it. Some of it is buffing like ahead of time, mm-hmm. and um, but I'm hopeful. I know that more of it will come up as we battle more in the future with like yeah. those bonus effects and those mm-hmm. different snacks. And I love um, whenever Pinch, your familiar, gets involved and dies every time mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> in a battle. So those are all like really fun. <laughs> I feel like the flavor. It's always oh. very good <laughs> with hmm. with Poppy's magic, so I mm-hmm. enjoy that a lot. Yeah, I'm. It hasn't been very long since I've been able to like flash bake on the fly, so yeah. hopefully more will come up. Yeah, more soon. tasted treats. We can kill stuff whenever we want. Yeah. So unless Pinch is delivering it, then he will die <laughs> every time, hands down. Poor True. Pinch. His entire existence is just torture. Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> just every moment. I think uh, Bert was a very effective straight up support in the first campaign. Yeah. Just like because he had the heal spell, which was like wild. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, what, it's like 70, 70 hit HP. points. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. yeah. Insane. And I think you were pretty dedicated to like pure support in that one. You had like sacred. Yeah. 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 And then and then when I got the axe, it kind of shifted a little bit. That's to right. Yep. Oh, what yeah, can but... I do offensively? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not a lot, it turned out. But... <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like but Doran's kind of in that support role now of just yeah, yeah. Doran literally can't do damage. I, yeah, I think he's got vicious mockery is the only damage spell, mm-hmm. and I, level what are we? Level seven. Yeah, that, that sword that you had that I broke. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> I had God. a sword. Yeah, no backup now. Took so. that away too. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I think Guy is pretty strong. Yeah, Guy is very, Guy is very good. <laughs> yeah. I think in a lot of ways, uh, we haven't seen the full potential of combat in Cloudfall quite yet. Mm-hmm. I think you guys are due for some big encounters like that. Oh. Spoilers. I can't wait to use spiritual weapon. I know. Me Ooh, too. Yeah. I'm excited. Um, all right. Our last category here, um, overall favorites. Um, this one's a little bit more about me than you, but uh, what was everybody's favorite NPC so far? Oh, good Shit. question. Oh. Wait, read us your whole list. No, I'm just kidding. Don't. Yeah. No, let us think about it without being prompted. <laughs> the first one that comes to mind, which I don't know if this is really fair, is Genie. Sure. Yeah. I think it's fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was so good, so well voiced, and he grew into such a like important whole story campaign, not just for snack, but mm-hmm. for everybody. Um, and so I think he just was just a cool character that could have been crazy. OP and create like just I mean there's just a lot that could have gone wrong but yeah. it went so right yeah so I loved Dini. What is it? I'd like to not. It's die. the middle of the night snack. Yes, Genie, I am dying. <laughs> oh, he like pops his head out and he says, "What happened to my baby?" And he like turns around and looks at the rest of you. What did you do? Quick, he's been paralyzed by poison. Help him. Poison. Hmm. He uh, turns around and looks at you, Bert, and he's got one of those like weird circle mirrors on his head, you know, that doctors mm-hmm. have. With the little light. It's in like it. a pizza cutter. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know. And he says, uh, "Doctor, it's a uh, poison. Hmm. The, this poison ah. from the dagger. He uh, takes the poison from you, Uli, and he like dips a pinky into the vial and hmm. <laughs> and Genie is frozen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Damn. <laughs> 
Yeah. Is it true? We didn't plan out to have Jeannie be the narrator, like, for the recaps. No, we didn't. Yeah. That just kind of happened. It was something we did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it just like, hey, you kind of sound like Jeannie when you do those? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was that I was going for, like, an announcer kind of thing. Yeah. And it was okay. close enough to Jeannie where it just seemed like a good idea in the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, like, that's kind of the perfect, like, meta game because, like, Jeannie has some fourth wall knowledge, you know, or, like, extra dimensional knowledge. Yeah. I have a category of NPCs that I like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Veronica Venus, Margot Bingo, Benjamin oh. Blank. The blank. Oh, yeah. I loved what they provided for our characters. Mm-hmm. They had this, like, I'm an elder mentor type thing without them being, like, super powerful necessarily, but they just had this fun wisdom to them. Mm-hmm. And I think you played them really well in a way that made them almost parental. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I really enjoyed them, and I thought they were all very um, – they filled the same role, but they were all distinct. Sure. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you like them because I feel like sometimes those are my driest characters because they're just info dump vessels for I me. I love it. No, yeah. I love it because I, I think that they're really um, – they they feel like the old sage, you yeah. know, that, that you you meet along your, your hero's journey. The old I don't club, know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's just cool. And and they got, you got like – I don't know. We got glimpses into like what being a curse breaker meant back in the day, sure. and I don't know. It was just a lot of fun, and I I, I find those ones very memorable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like the sad sack, like pitiable ones, like, like, bidet. <laughs> like bidet or yeah. Mikey. I guess would fit. Yeah. I, I feel Mikey's like Mikey's fucking great. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just they're so not what you expect. Yeah, like as a tag along character, and I just it makes me want to protect them. And also, like, shake them a little bit. Mikey in yeah. particular. <laughs> I feel like both Mikey and Bidet were both very kind of, like, invented in the moment. Like, I didn't know what the flavor of that was going to be, but it, it shook out to something that felt very easy and natural. Was Bidet mm-hmm. completely unplanned? Yes. Total I mean, joke. That's oh why it was God. so fun. Total is that joke. It was like a mishear. Because there was something John made up. Just like, I'm going to buy a donkey with this money. Yeah. yeah. But then, like, it was a mishear because Tibio said in French, La Baudet for donkey. <laughs> and then he was like, you can call me Bidet. <laughs> yeah. So I will call are you bidet? Yeah. Uh, if we can grab that clip, I think it'd be good. Absolutely. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think it was like a – I Tim was trying to say don't buy this wagon or something like that. And then I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm yeah. gonna to love this donkey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like yeah. the oldest, most decrepit donkey yeah. on the planet. Like, oh, no, right. I want him. You were even like, I don't even want the wagon. Just the wagon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Hard to not so say. Yeah, I like all of those. Too. Uh, mansion uh, prices I, for a shack. Mm-hmm. I instantly fell in love with Brody Tatum. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, he's Brody. Brody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's good. Uh, I think a good runner-up is um, Tomothy Matterfax. Oh, yeah. I really think he's a successful character because you Love so quickly him. united us. It mm-hmm. just absolutely yeah. 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 He's this campaign's Emery, I think. Yeah, it's, it's, no, I liked Emery. Emery I hated Emery from the beginning. But matter of fact, he's like, it's fun to be despicable like that yeah. Yeah. and just interrupt people. And like comments like, uh, like don't talk when I'm talking. Yeah, and like, like, I'm too like good that. for you guys. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Roland Thunder, I feel bad for. Yeah. He's kind of the like sad sack character one where mm-hmm. I, like every time he shows up, I'm like, you really, you really just want to help. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're really trying to like, be in the cool kids crew and not quite getting there and it's not for lack of trying. Yeah. It's really like, what are you doing, bud? Like, oh come you're such a sweet. Mm-hmm. Such a sweet. Mm-hmm. Tim, who was your favorite NPC? Yeah. This campaign. Um 
think I liked voicing Mikey and Huber the mm. most. Yeah. Huber was really cool too. Like, because the stuff he says is so um, like one lane that mm-hmm. it's really easy to guess what his next words are going to be. <laughs> it's like, what's the oldest stuffiest thing you can yeah, totally say? Yeah. yeah. Mikey, are you an archivist too? Uh, I am. I'm, I'm. I'll be an archivist before long. Pay him no mind. He is shadowing me to someday become the prime archivist himself. Sorry, Mikey, I gotta ignore you, I guess. (laughs) He looks up at you with these huge turtle eyes and just solemnly nods his head. And he's like, you'll earn the right to speak, Mikey, in due time. The right to speak? As I was saying. Mm -hmm. Um, But also recently, uh, I've never done the voice that I do for Prince Volvin before, and it's very fun to do. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The Hemsworth. The Hemsworth, Uh yeah, yeah. And what about in, um, in Curse Breaker? Curse Breaker. Danny Deep Pockets. Danny Deep Pockets is, is fun. I don't always have the energy to hit him right is the yeah. problem. But I, I like doing the elderly voices like Veronica. Um, what I did for Tonberry is like this owly, crotchety, like, rah, rah, rah. and for some reason, that's one of my favorite yeah. defaults. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Ganymede. Ganymede's great too. Ganymede. Yeah. 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 That's just like a weird Swedish chef kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then I think we'll round this off with finally, um, generally favorite moment, um, but that could also be more focused towards favorite character reveal or plot surprise. But just generally, you know, things that really kind of blew your hair back playing through the whole show. Uh, I still think um, I don't know how I did not know this, like, or didn't see it coming, but mm. the reveal that uh, Genie is a curse. Like, yes, I was. That was just like just uh, like. Yeah. I don't know how I didn't see it coming, but it was so cool to like hear that. Yeah, yeah it works so well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big one. That was very exciting. I remember like yeah, being like nauseous, thing, like having that coming up close. As yeah. far as reveals, yeah, that's definitely up there for me. I think anytime Uli surged accident. Mm. Oh, okay, no, specifically the one in the um, three or four L juice bar or whatever. Mm-hmm. Where Greece? Where? Oh, that one's so good. That would, yeah. Where she, there, she has like a spell locked and loaded, accidentally surges, grease is everywhere, and then instead of doing the action I had planned on doing, I decided to reduce myself and hide. Yeah. <laughs> out of shame. You hide in the corner and you go, "I'm so stupid." I'm so stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I just like that was like the first. The first part, I felt, like, really at home in Uli. Yeah. And I, it was just really funny. And right after that, it's Bert's turn, and he gets affected by the haste song, and he goes, don't worry, Uli, I'm going to fix it. I'm going to fix everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's just such a good, like, <laughs> that whole few sequence minutes. Yeah. was just excellent. Yeah, all the way uh, down to snack disintegrating jinx. Yeah. yeah. Oh, to be fair, oh. I told that was such a big, like, mess up in terms of game mechanics like broke like a dozen rules like oh really yeah so oh, the uh, amount of actions you took or what the amount of actions yeah. and then also misunderstanding that hex doesn't allow them to have disad- or disadvantage on the saving Save, throw it's yeah. only for a skill oh, check you skill caught me checks. on that later yeah. on in life yeah, yeah. yeah. but yeah we were learning we we're still learning the rules yeah. 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 we're still learning yeah. Yeah. so it was that with uli yeah bert's moment and then um the disintegration, and then Tibio's emotional reaction to that, too. Yeah. Just every part of that, and then having to speed along to go to the next thing right away. Mm-hmm. It was just like all of the characters were so well played in that moment, and you got to see kind of people at their extremes, which was really fun. Mm-hmm. And, like, 
we're trying to find um, your sister. Yeah, Holly's yeah. sister was So that was going to be my yeah. reveal was when yeah. in campaign one, when um, I had a chameleon familiar, we thought, and it actually was my sister the whole time yeah. who yeah. got uh, trans- transformed into a chameleon. So mm-hmm. I don't know if I knew about it, obviously, from the beginning, but I don't know if for you guys you were like, I, I listened oh, back to that, that recently. Yeah. There's a very charming in that moment. John just goes, "What?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, there was the fuck. I don't know if it was during the reveal to that or during the flashback scene. Yeah. Oh. But you, Hannah, were crying. Yeah. yeah. Describing it, and I, times. Tara, at the table, was crying. Yeah. I have a real life sister, so it was very emotional. <laughs> yeah, that for was me. beautiful. It was beautifully. Played. She was turned into a yeah. lizard. Yeah. 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 She's not a lizard. <laughs> So, uh, like, in that whole sequence, I think we're, like, bursting through cages full of animals trying mm-hmm. to find Ivy. Everything's falling apart. There's mm-hmm. grease everywhere. People are disintegrating. <laughs> and there's know, um, banger so... club music playing yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. the whole time. Yeah, yeah there's a couple of moments with, with Holly relating to that stuff. I remember, too, we did this little, like, soliloquy um, about, like, Holly making it in Tildry mm-hmm. and like buying her house and like after your parents had passed away that you like made it on your own, mm-hmm. like out of your own like bootstraps kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that like it's sometimes hard for me to like understand what makes your characters tick the way that you do. And for some reason, Holly, mm-hmm. I like understood that very intuitively. That was like a very real world kind of thing that mm-hmm. I could relate to. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? I I feel like this campaign has had a lot of really cool I don't know. Tim, your use of flashbacks mm. on a small scale for all of our characters yeah. has been really impactful. Mm-hmm. They're very much they Every- don't they don't take up the whole episode, but they have these little moments where suddenly I get a little bit of an insight into a character. And I I feel as an as a listener how how meaningful those little moments are. Like yeah. there's been a couple ones with Aaron where I get this feeling of like oh my god this trap that they were in for so long and all of these things that they did that they in their you know late teens turning into an adult here they're gonna be regretting for a long time but they had no control. Mm-hmm. So it's just those little things and then all of the stuff with Guy where every every single flashback with jo- with Guy, I'm like, I'm I'm done. I'm fucking done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared out of my Stress. goddamn wits. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And just like, yeah, the little sneak peeks we've had into Doran's past and like his trauma surrounding the like Clyder shit. I don't know. It's just been so cool to see those scenes or to like be there for those scenes because I can see them in my mind's eye and I really feel them. Contrasting that with Poppy's stuff, which aren't usually flashbacks, but they are purely Maggie <laughs> saying little one-offs about her parents and yeah. making and like ripping my heart yeah. to shreds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, my mom always said blah blah blah. Yeah. I'm like, oh no. Oh, oh, I, <laughs> I think about when I'm showering. I think about the next like awful thing I can make Poppy's yeah. mom so say. So good. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. I love it. Uh, we touched on a lot of the really good ones, like um, the top of the tower and uh, Snack's revenge thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the very last fight in Curse Breaker is extremely good because uh, it's more than just uh, using the battle mechanics right. to fight them. Like it turned into very good, like 
emotional arcs somehow for every yeah. character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very unexpected in a lot of cases. Uh-huh. Yeah. So cool. When, uh, why do I keep thinking of the eyeball reveals? There was like some eyeball reveals with Emery throughout. Those are continuing to happen, and I'm yeah. frightened. Yeah. yeah. I am we fully got, feared. We got more eyeballs coming, yeah. folks. For sure. There's a lot of eyeball threads. Yeah, throughout both campaigns. That was like the big. Is it a beholder? Is it a beholder? No. Fulfilled thing or whatever. <laughs> it is, from, yeah. Or it's just one thing from Chris Break. Yeah. Like, just, it's a bunch of eyeballs, like, yeah. glued together. Yeah. yeah. Bunch of Google it's going to be that. Mm-hmm. Never mind. That won't. <laughs> um, in, in Cloudfall, actually, um, some, like, unexpectedly brilliant moments that we had. Uh, John pulled some shit at the end of lore where he had, he like had this like insane heart to heart with Mikey as yes. the island was falling and called Hubert. And I was, yeah, not that was great. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that was one of my favorite like emotional moments. And like the edit came out really good on that. Cause I found, I got access to some new sounds around that time and I was really able to like use those in that one. And like, yeah, I mm-hmm. love, uh, it was episode 15. Come sail a whale. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> come sail a whale. <laughs> yeah, Maggie, who names all the episodes now? Yeah. Current campaign, though, I think the saving Baxi scene, yeah. like with Sesk, was really cool. Yeah, it was very yep. good. Just Journey being the best of us. Mm-hmm. I was and legitimately like tears in my eyes, choked up yeah. during that yeah. scene. Yeah, as Journey, it was really cool. I got very emotional listening back to that because I threw the theme song in um, right around the time that yeah. Sesk is like reborn or whatever. And hearing that again, like it's such an anthem this time around, the theme song. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I can I can scarcely express like how much I love the Cloudfall theme song mm-hmm. and like how well it fits and how much it shaped my every thought about this campaign. Mm-hmm. We've gotten some really good feedback on the Cloudfall theme nice. being really? very good. Yeah, mm-hmm. the people the people love it. Yeah, <laughs> I love it people, too. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. I feel like that's probably a really good endpoint. Um, yeah. We'll have another one of these big discussions at the end of Cloudfall where we get to talk about the whole adventure. Um, but for now, I just want to say, share the show with people you love, and thanks for listening. 